0: Welcome to This Week in Lotus. The weekly roundtable discussion of all things social, collaboration, technology and community. Here's your host, Stuart McIntyre. This Week in Lotus, episode 36 for Friday 29th January 2011. So this should have been a quiet week, right? Right. This show is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. You can find this and other tech-related podcasts at techpodcast.com. This Week in Lotus is sponsored by TomTom. Tom. Check out the brand new TomTom Tom Live 120 with built-in HD traffic, speed cameras, hands-free calling and much more. Details are at thisweekinlotus.com slash tomtom. Well hello and welcome to episode 36 of This Week in Lotus. I'm Stuart McIntyre and once again I'm joined by Dan Duke. How Hi there Dan.
1: Good morning Mr. Stuart, how are you?
0: I am very good, thank you. Just two days to go until Lotusphere.
1: It is, it's, it's two its days until Lotusphere starts but it's one day till everyone travels to Lotusphere.
0: I know, that's scary. You got much left to do? I
1: have to pack. Despite my... Uh, My Twitter arguments with Sharon Bellamy about packing a week early, she definitely has that sorted out, and I do not have anything packed right now. I don't have a car, my car's in the shop. So I need to get my car today. Elise is getting my car today.
0: Okay, you guys driving down there?
1: Yeah, it's only a six hour drive, which sounds really bad to English people, but sounds like really easy to Americans
0: yes yeah, i know what you mean pretty straightforward i mean it's it's an okay flight from here is only about seven hours so and it's direct to orlando so uh, it'll be good to get to the airport on saturday morning and know i'm on my way but too much to be done before then unfortunately
1: yes it would it, it, it's and it's good actually that it's a week later i don't know if you were watching the weather but last week or this week there was a ton of tornado warnings in uh, orlando
0: i saw that yeah and um plenty of snow too uh people are, are suffering in in new york obviously not down in orlando but it sounds as if people are going to have some uh some tricky travels so hopefully that'll <laughs> clear up before most people set off and yeah <laughs> and no, stewards
1: no stu- no stu- 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 just scared the entire world by insinuating it might be <laughs> snowing in orlando no although it did,
0: it did freeze last year didn't it do you remember they had all the trees wrapped up around the dolphin yeah. and so on
1: yeah and anytime it gets below like 60 you'll see them start to put Big courts on that stuff,
0: <laughs> only at Disney. <laughs> So um, this is the point at which I normally introduce all the other guests on the podcast. Uh, I'm not going to this week because it's just Darren and I. A lot of people are travelling or else madly finishing off sessions and packing and everything else for Lotus In fact, I even tried to get some folks on that aren't going to Lotus and and, and many of the people I tried are busy too. So we're just going to have a wrap up of the news uh, from this week. Um, We'll rattle through and hopefully finish a little bit early too. Uh, So hopefully you've, you've still got something to listen to on your way to orlando but it won't take too long um it's been an interesting week this week down there's been some some interesting kind of memes or memes going on in the community any that you would pick out as being particularly relevant
1: It it's it, the, the theme of a phrase it's a game of two halves kind of springs to mind uh mainly around application development that you know we had a couple of posts around uh I think Jake probably started it where he says, am I still a Domino developer? And then he posted uh, a second one where he'd spoken to his last ever Domino customer, or his his only current Domino customer, and they pretty much cut him loose, which kind of started a a notes is not dead yet kind of theme, (laughs) which I'm not sure that's the right way to do it, but it definitely got a lot of hits for John Rowling, Greyhot sixty. Sixty whatever, sixty three, yeah. sixty two. Uh, who started it? You know, his uh, he he rocketed up Planet Lotus in in like maybe thirty minutes or so, and he he actually did a very good post, and he kind of started a a couple of things. So it was kind of a like I said, it was a it was a it's a game of two halves. There was people saying, nah where it's kind of sucks, there's nothing there, and then there's you know at least three or four posts that I can recall where people were like, no, it's it's really ingrained here and you know X pages has changed it for the better so that's that's kind of what stuck with me this week
0: so let's kick off then with with Jake Howlett who is pretty well respected in the Lotus community he's won some awards he's uh, been around for a very long time I think his blog is probably one of the first Lotus blogs that was out there and he's always been very good at providing a lot of guidance to folks on how to develop on dominoes you know lots of development tips lots of uh, guides in terms of how to do things and then in the last year we've mentioned him a few times on this podcast in terms of kind of gradually moving away from from lotus development not not necessarily through choice but because that's the direction his customers have led him in, in terms of getting more involved in Microsoft development and SharePoint and, and other technologies. And and so this post you mentioned, Darren, it is all about the fact he's lost his last Domino customer. And so it's hard to know whether this is just a kind of, you know, the way in which his business is going and businesses change all the time and develop and, and move on. Or is it kind of a a microcosm of what's happening in the border community, um, and I, I guess it's hard to, to go one way or the other without kind of more information. It's, it's hard to say this is just a, a standout case, or it's it's leading in a direction that other people are going to follow in the future.
1: Um, it is the argument could be made either way. I think that's the quote-unquote black comedy of this situation. I, I could quite happily sit here and argue that Domino development is is all but dead anywhere, and I could also make the counterpoint that you know it's it's the IBM have breathed new life into it. It's still one of the best platforms you can do um, development on, and and nothing matches it as, as far as speed and security. But it's always been difficult, and and X Pages I, I think is a way to maybe take away some of the difficulty and, and kind of in between the lines, you know, I have respect for Jake. I, I exactly agree with you. I think it was one of the first Lotus blogs I ever read. Um, but I'm, I'm not sure, you know, I, I, as a business owner, I understand the ups and downs of business. You know, customers go, customers come. You try and always get more customers to come than leave. <laughs> that's how that's called growth. Yeah. <laughs> business 101. But, and I'm not sure how how these small one and two man shops a driving business. I, you know, I don't think I've ever met Jake, which is either a travesty on my part, well, probably a travesty on my part, but I, I don't recall ever seeing him at any of the conferences. So you've got to you've got to bring up the first question: is, is 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 the lack of networking affecting some of these smaller businesses? And I think it may well be. I don't think that's the only answer. But I think unless you're driving people to you, and I'm not sure only having a web presence, and I'm not speaking for Jakey, I don't know if that's how Jake does it, but let's just say, for instance, someone only has a website. You cannot just rely on a website to drive business to you. Them days are gone. This is not 1989.
0: Yeah, and I I think... I think it's a very interesting point you make and not necessarily to direct people towards more traditional way of marketing like, you know, webinars and, and, you know, mail shots and all those kind of things. But definitely in this kind of social business era, I think if you are going to set up as a, as a one man band or as a small business, really, you have to be engaged in where your customers are and, and you know, be, be driving business through every technique you, you can, um, you know, you can use. And as I say, we don't know, Jake, uh, one enough to know whether or not that that's kind of the, the point he's at but certainly i think is an interesting lesson to to startups that i, I think you, you need to be engaged and out there and obviously if you're in the lotus business be it lotus fears it's, it's clearly that the best place to to meet customers make partnerships and, and all those kind of things so in response to jake's post then we had this post by john rowling uh, Grey, greyhawk68.com um and and john's post is all about um, you know, the team he works with at his organization. We had Mike uh, McGarrell on, on the podcast just recently. Uh, there's also David Leedy and Declan Lynch, both very well-known folks in those community, and of course, John as well, and, and saying how they've assembled a really core team of, of Pages developers and how they're kind of driving the IT side of that business in a direction of, of doing more on Domino and, and how businesses do see the value of, of Domino and Lotus broadly if, if it's done in the right way. So it was a really positive post, wasn't it? I, I, there were a lot of comments on it and I think it's very well received by people.
1: And and if I had a team like he had you know, like you said, uh, you know, the 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 trilogy of of the X Pages Cadre, I I would be extolling their virtues on a blog post every day as well. But I think he did it in, in a very good way. You know, it's it's obvious that John is is morphing from a, a day-to-day dominant administrator in, into a, an IT manager. Uh, because he said, you know, some of the decisions we made were not to go with notes. For instance, I think he said they use Salesforce.com for CRM. So there's 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 a, more than a smattering of reality in his post, where he's like, look, it's not good for everything, but the stuff it's good for, you you can ruin an entire business top to bottom on it with only a few other products, and and that is still true. And if you inv- in, all, all you really have to do is invest in the talent. Because IBM do such a good job of making the software pretty cheap, to be quite honest, for what it does.
0: Yeah, absolutely right, and of course it's so adaptable and and can be used for almost any purpose. Uh, there were a couple more follow-up posts on that. There was a Texas Swede who is Carl Henry Martinson. Um, uh, 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 you know somebody from Sweden who now lives in, in Texas. That's the reason for, for his name on his blog. Um, and, and he was talking about um, echoing uh, John's feelings and, and how they're doing more and more with Domino. And then also a follow-up by Chris Connor from the UK talking about uh, developments there in in terms of uh, his his uh, embracing of SMBs and, and development of, of Domino and XPages solutions for that marketplace. So, yeah, it, it was good because there were some really positive posts, uh, obviously, to follow that slightly negative tip one from um from Jake.
1: And and at first I thought it was maybe a UK based issue, but then I sat down and I got the thinking and I was thinking about Sean Cole who's from Northern Ireland, I think, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh you know, you and, and you've got Matt White who's you know based around London. You've got Chris Connor piping up. So I at first I thought it might have been a geographic issue, but I don't think it is. I think it's just a you know, I think you make your choices you, you live your life and and you know jake will be good at whatever he does he's proved that for like over a decade so you know he, he doesn't need anyone to help him I don't think he needs anyone to hinder him I think he will he'll do whatever he's done and, and make a, a good living for himself and you know kudos to him for doing it on his on his own rules I guess
0: yeah absolutely right and then you, that's all you can do isn't it is it? a small business owner, you can just follow your instincts and and the way you wish to work and the customers you want to work with and and build your business from there and and then the the last post on this kind of theme was um from Brian Benz who uh, has posted a series of blog posts on his blog at bbenz.typepad.com talking about Deloitte Recap, which is uh, an X Pages app. Have
1: you seen this post, Darren? I have. It's it's like a series of four or five minute YouTube videos uh where he goes into uh what, what why Deloitte can kind of change X pages to print this application. And, and the reason I like this one is A, it proves that X Pages is just not an SMB play here, which I think is where we've kind of seen it lately. But but more, you know, Deloitte is not a small company. And, you know, they're not, I believe, they're not a note shop for mail. And they're, yet they're going to be up on stage at Lotusphere extolling the power of X Pages. And the reason I like this is this is. You know, usually IBM will will roll out these big names on stage and you'll hear a name four or five times during Lotus Feed and never hear anything else. But Brian Benz has done a very good job of, I I guess, getting their permission and doing this entire movie series, showing you what what he did, why they did it and and what it looks like. And, And, you know, kudos to Brian. He's been around a long time. He knows how to play the game.
0: Yeah. Absolutely right. And, and he, so he's got a YouTube, uh, series of YouTube videos, also a SlideShare presentation on that. And of course, we'll be at Lotusphere. His session's on Tuesday at 10 a.m. So make sure you make it along to that if that's something of interest to you. So, um, yeah, it's, it's been an interesting week from that perspective, sort of positives and negatives of Domino development. There was then uh, a, an interesting post by Ben Poole. Yesterday, about exceptional web experience, this this new campaign that IBM is running, really around portal, predominantly, but also around its other web development products, Um, and. There was a, a, um, an interview with one of the IBM VPs talking about Portal and how it's moving forward. And, and Ben really drilled that back to, is that evidenced in some of the IBM websites that, that we all use on, on a regular basis? Um, and it's kind of a, a slightly negative post, really. But, but just interesting to say that IBM really does have to practice what it preaches if it wants to get a reputation for exceptional web experience.
1: I very rarely laugh out loud in the office at someone's blog posts, but but Ben really did make me laugh. There's there's a couple of things in this blog post of his, but really kind of touch home. And and, and you know, like the 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 guy, the gentleman who who was originally posted about is is a gentleman called Larry Borden or Bowden in the states, uh, who is the vice president of uh, portals and web experience at IBM. And there was a blog post which is linked to in Ben's post, uh, where he extols what an exceptional web experience is. And one of the things he he throws around is is is, is mobile. And Ben did a quick experiment using MobiReady Ready and the uh, the W3C mobile check. And let's just say IBM.com didn't come off too well. <laughs>
0: Yeah, the maybe uh, the really came up with bad as uh, a <laughs> review. Um, there was also a discussion on there about, for example, the uh, login IDs that you need to use for uh, Partner World and some of the other IBM websites. And I think you chimed in on that as well, saying that it kind of forces you to use email addresses that maybe are five or 10 years old.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it personalizes it for me, but it personalizes it as, as if I was Darren Duke from 15 years <laughs> ago. Uh, and, and being a business partner, you know, ben, ben mentions a couple of things where his company name is always wrong. And I can echo that. Our company name is wrong on every single Partner World page. Uh, you know, you have a multitude of IDs. You have a multitude of connections, logins. You know, I think it's time for IBM to take a look at what they're trying to sell and, and, and at least mirror it over the top of IBM.com. I'm not saying spend hundreds of millions of dollars on Partner World. And in fact, Partner World is getting better, in my opinion. Yeah. But but the main IBM.com site, if you're going to be preaching all this mobile and, and application anywhere stuff, then at least make your, your homepage usable on any type of browser that someone might stumble upon with you too. Absolutely
0: right. And so it, I'm sure exceptional web experience and exceptional work experience as well will both be um, discussed at Lotus Fee this week. So it'll be interesting to see what comes up on that and whether Larry Bowden is is involved in some of those those discussions there. Um, talking about exceptional websites, brings us on to some announcements that have been made in the last 24 hours around Lotus Live. Um, in particular, there's a brand new website that they've launched for Lotus Live, which is very visually appealing, very... Um, Sort of socially ready. There's links to Twitter and Facebook. Lots of videos on there. Lots of customer references and so on. And it's a really appealing site. Did you see that this morning?
1: Uh, I I did. I, I followed your link. I think it was uh, you you a posted on it. And my first thought was, wow, that's actually yellow.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and and looks very lotusy. Very um very sort of fits in with the theme of Lotus software.
1: It does. Which which kind of shocked me because for you know the better part of a decade, I think they've been moving away from that. Um, but the first thing that shocked me was that there's, there's like a four or five slide flash or movie or whatever it is that you, when you first go over the page and, and they're all background yellow and it looks like pretty much classic old style Lotus branding. With a couple of IBM smatterings here and there, but it looks very nice and and you know IBM's not well known for making things look nice, so maybe this is an exceptional web experience
0: yeah, I would like to think so i mean i I commented on my blog that it's it's a really appealing site, very kind of customer ready which is what you want. you want customers when they first come in to see it as a as a sort of viable vibrant type solution that they want to learn more about which which is exactly what it does somebody on my blog did point out it's it's based on php which has introduced some kind of interesting questions about which which platform it's developed on how it's been developed but i kind of put that to the side i think i don't think it's particularly it's important to debate that i think it's more important to see that ibm is developing really attractive sites that are exceptional in some ways i think it's good
1: and, and people need to look at the videos out there. On, on the right-hand side, there's how-to videos. And, and, and that's actually a, a very nicely professionally produced series that makes you go, ah, on certain stuff inside of Lotus Live that normally you wouldn't look at. Like, you're like, Lotus Live Charts? I don't need that crap. And then you watch the video, you're like, oh, now I need Lotus Live Charts. Yeah. So it's, it's, some, there's some, it's a very nice website. And, and they've managed to tie it all together now, which I think was, you know, what was maybe missing is it doesn't seem like it's lots of disparate applications anymore inside of this one page
0: absolutely right and if you look hard enough you'll find some collaboration matters videos on there as well (laughs) so maybe they let the side down i don't know um So, okay, that's Lotus Live. They also announced um, some new partnerships. You know, if you go into Lotus Live Engage, for example, you'll see there's a good number of um, third party apps on there, things like Skype and Tungle uh, and Vondel Live. Uh, there's two new ones that have been added um, for, for Lotusville, been announced this month, which are Ariba and Sugar CRM. Sugar CRM um, kind of jumped out at me in terms of being a very SMB ready CRM system, obviously in the cloud, that now integrates with. Lotus
1: Live? Yeah, that was the one that jumped out at me because I think that was the thing that's been missing from inside of Lotus Live. Uh, for instance, exactly, we, we just talked about Salesforce.com. Yeah. Right? It's kind of the same idea. Sugar CRM is, either, is, is a web-based CRM solution that you can either have in-house. It's open source with a freemium edition, uh, that kind of idea. And it looks like IBM have partnered with, with someone, one of the leaders here. Because I, I see Sugar all over the place. So this is a good move.
0: Absolutely, and I, I think so. I I see Lotus Live as being, you know, it's good for corporates, it's good for enterprises in in some ways. But it's definitely. You know, brilliant for, for small to medium businesses that are just looking for something to get them up and running. You know, maybe startups and, and you know, maybe less than ten uh, user accounts. I, I think are, are kind of ideally fitted for cloud based solutions. And Sugar CRM absolutely plays in that area. It's a great CRM system to get you started, uh, and has different levels to kind of take you forward. And so that that lineup kind of makes sense. The other thing is Ariba, which is um, Ariba Discovery. It allows you to um, have access to uh, a global network of sellers within uh, Lotus Live, um, which allows you to um, you know, chat and share documents with sellers and try and sort of get you linked in to trading partners you might be trading with. And again, I don't know too much about Ariba, but I think it's an, an interesting tie-up for Lotus, Lotus to have made.
1: Yeah, there's like, what, 10 now, I guess, integrated applications out there now? Yep.
0: So, the, the list on the website Sugar Espresso, Ariba, Vonda Live, Tungle, Nav- Navarro Systems. I don't know that one. Sonian, eSign Live, Skype, and Salesforce.com. So, you begin to get quite a good portfolio of third parties there.
1: Uh, yeah. Again, they, they keep growing. You know, there's at least every time they release one, there's a name I recognize. So, that's a good sign.
0: Yeah, absolutely right. Um, And and then the other thing that was in the press release that came out yesterday was some new customers um, that have come across to Lotus Live. Now, of course, last year, just before Lotusphere, we had a great big announcement of Panasonic moving to Lotus Live. I'm sure we'll hear more about that at Lotusphere this week. Um, But then, yeah, that was the big 300,000 user organization, global, and so on. Some smaller ones this time around, things like Australian Bureau of Statistics, uh, Financial Institute of Design and Merchandising, General Milling Corporation, part of General Motors Um, and so some more sort of tactical customers that are using it for their business but again good to see people moving over to Lotus Live
1: yeah I was was surprised the press release came out early Um, I I, I kind of heard about these but I thought they were embargoed I thought they were coming out Monday so you know if it's on a press release then we can talk about it Um, there's some big ones General Motors holding Components Holding, you know that's probably i guess it's a wholly owned subsidiary of General Motors, I think. (laughs) Um, And and there's some other big ones that people may may not know. Uh, Crawford and Company is based here with me in Atlanta, and they're they're massive around the world. You just never heard of them. It's one of these companies that do that do uh, insurance adjusting. So when there's a disaster and all of these insurance adjusters decide whether you get your 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 new beachfront house back, you know this is them guys. These are the guys that do that. (laughs) um and like you said there's, there's some other ones like the australian brew statistics they seem to be always out there at the front with with lotus so you know kudos to them guys uh because they then well they're not massive they're not small i think it's like three thousand three and a half thousand people i think is what they said
0: yeah that's right
1: three thousand two hundred and you know they they're all out there extolling the virtues i i would expect to see some 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 more released over the next coming weeks. Uh, you know, Ed, Ed's kinda taking a bit of a pummeling off Microsoft right now, but I think he's holding back just because, you know, let them have a limelight this week, Lotus Fear is next week.
0: Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, Ed Ed Brill has said a number of times how difficult it is to get customer references for legal or sort of contractual reasons. And I think, um, yeah, you know, when they do come out, I think we should kind of celebrate them because I, I think those customers have made a big decision to to announce their their, their link with Lotus and with IBM. And I, I think that's good that, that they're out there and telling people about how they're using them. And of course, there's a really good customer solutions track at Lotusphere that that goes into quite a lot of those big customers and and how they're using Lotus technology.
1: Yeah, you know, what, what I don't understand about, about – I, I, I've been involved in IBM customer references, and I can say from from a partner side, it is painfully brutal. If it's the same for the customers, I, I may not be surprised why IBM have such a hard time getting it. But there was a bit of a – there's a bit of a tweet battle, I think it was between you and Ed, about, about – whose legal department is having issues here. And, and if IBM Legal is throwing up red flags all the time here, someone needs to brush their Muppets out of the way and start getting these customer success stories out because no news means you're dead. It's as simple as that.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think I think you're absolutely right. It was me that got involved in a in a Twitter tangle with, with Ed about it. I, I think... My, my my final tweet on that was that um, you know I, I deal with a good number of other software vendors, people like you know Social Text and, and also larger ones, people like VMware. And you never hear about their lawyers. You never hear them say we can't do that because the lawyers don't let us. Whereas that is, is is something that comes out almost every time you engage with IBM for something um, you know complex. And so. For one, reason, for one reason or another, IBM's lawyers hold them back from doing things that other companies do do. And I think in some ways that's great in that I haven't met anybody who, who says anything other than that IBM is an ethical company to deal with. But unfortunately, I think in some ways from a marketing and, and a customer engagement point of view, it does hold them back.
1: Uh, absolutely. And in, in VMware is a prime example. Everyone likes to quote, well, is, is it a public company? Well, VMware is owned by EMC, which, yes, it is a public company.
0: Yeah. Absolutely right. So they should be obeying the same rules and the same uh, SEC regulations and stuff as IBM do. Yep. So on the subject of IBM, there's also been some uh, interesting posts um, from people on blogs about what it is like to be an IBM And this, this uh, was kicked off in many ways by Matt Cadera, who is a connections uh, product manager, he used to be a business partner a few years ago um, Again, you'll see him at Logisfit presenting and so on. And Mac blogged probably, um, I don't know, a couple of months ago now um, about what it's like to be an IBMer, what, what you know, what it involves about uh, career changing and being moved around and, and, and what the value is of being part of IBM in terms of the innovation and, and the process of working with IBM. And, and his feeling from that blog post is absolutely that that he's very positive about what it is to be part of IBM and again I guess that feeds into some of those videos that have been on YouTube recently about I'm an IBMer and what that means to people
1: and they're actually playing on TV in the US are they really there's tons of them yeah and all the Watson adverts are on TV there's there's swaths of TV ads around IBM Smarter Planet and I'm an IBMer and the Watson stuff yeah, I'm not sure how many people are going to go out and buy a P-Series because it might win at Jeopardy, but there you go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or indeed, what that means in terms of saying you know, how great it is to work for IBM in terms of what that means to them in, in terms of buying so, solutions and services. But we'll come back to marketing in a minute. So that was Matt Cadera. We'll have a link to the um, to the blog post in the show notes. There was also one this week by Susan Bullock, which is very uh, Lotosphere related, but again talks about how she first got involved in Lotusphere, um, was working for a bank, and then saw what speakers at Lotusphere had. They had passion. They loved what they did, how incredible it was to see them live at Lotusphere and then moving into Lotus, how she then got into speaking at Lotusphere, and, and now what it means to be a trap manager and so on. And we we had Susan on here a couple of weeks ago, and and I think there is that passion for Lotus software that you just don't get in many other software vendor communities.
1: Yeah, it's it's a bit like being an extremist. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not sure that's a good
1: thing. Yeah, so some days it is, some some days it isn't. Uh, but 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 I think we we all, at least the ones who are who are public, and you know, the Planet of Lotus would say there's 360, but there's really about 60 if you really count them. Uh, you know, I, I would think the people that present lotus, all of the people that have blogs, the people that do podcasts. We we are vehemently loyal to the. Products of Lotus. I would not necessarily say we're vehemently loyal to either the Lotus brand or IBM, especially as a brand. Um, but when we see good products, we don't mind extolling their values, and I think that's where the passion comes from. Is when when you're sat in a meeting and, and some muppet is trying to sell a three million dollar portal implementation, and a hundred thousand dollars of quicker would quite absolutely satisfy their business requirements. That's where the passion come, kicks in.
0: Yeah. I can see that, and then and, and I think it's good. In that, IBM's had some barbs thrown at it about some offshoring and stuff in the, in the past few years, but it, it still a, it certainly appears to be a very very good employer. And I guess that goes back to the ads you just spoke about in terms of the pride in being part of IBM in in terms of what it stands for as a corporation and I think that's that's good to see and I think again if if people are heading to low sphere you know chat to some of the IBMers out there in terms of of you know how it how it is to be an IBM and maybe some of the the things they need to work under in terms of how they engage with customers and and, uh, and partners because I think I think sometimes it's better to understand their point of view from, from that direction.
1: And, and it'll be interesting to see if, if it still is a good employer in two weeks, because historically this is when the reduction in force announcements come out. You're
0: right, yeah. It was a couple of weeks after Lotusphere last year, wasn't it? They did I it
1: think it was, and... it was due in Lotusphere. It was due in Lotusphere, because we, we, we were down there with a couple of IBMers who uh, were, were told just before they came home.
0: <laughs> you just can't imagine what that must be like.
1: So good like... news. You went to Lotusphere. Bad news. You have a job. yeah.
0: Uh, well, well, we'll have to see. I, I certainly think there's less IBMers at Lotus for this year. That certainly seems to be the feedback I've I've had. But that there were more customers and more partners there than in previous years. So again, I'm sure we'll hear the numbers from um, from Alistair on Monday. But it certainly seems as though there's maybe fewer IBMers at Lotus for this year. But I, ju- I just hope there won't be the resource actions like there were last year. So back to marketing. I mentioned it a minute ago. Um, something I blogged about this week, and I'm trying not to make twill about my blog post this week. Sorry about this. Um, is I blogged about the um, the great um, ads that were around the sort of R5 uh, versions of Notes and Domino in terms of um, it's sort of very kind of, challenging ads about how you made money out of the web how you moved from the web being somewhere where people sort of you know had fun and posted their kitten videos or whatever into actually working the web and making money and they, they were of course Dennis Leary ads did you see that this week
1: uh I did and wouldn't it be interesting if Dennis Leary was the OGS presenter and they magically started running TV ads with him in wouldn't that be Nirvana
0: oh, oh wouldn't that be good <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah uh, you know, I, I, I Dennis, don't this don't necessarily see it as being about Dennis Leary though. I thought the posts were just fantastic, sorry the, the videos were just fantastic that, that had him in but just the the product advertising, you know this was advertising a particular Lotus product for a particular purpose and it's something that we just don't see anymore, it seems IBM's uh, marketing and advertising is all about the brand now, it's either about Lotus, or it's about Tivoli or, or more likely it's about IBM and their smarter campaigns
1: You've got to wonder if IBM really is smarter in some areas, <laughs> and, and it seems. I think your question was, "Will we ever see another campaign like this?" I think was the question. Yeah. And my, my my answer is probably no, because if you look at when they were made, that was before IBM fully ingested Lotus. It was so. Back in R five to six five was right at the time where IBM said, "Okay, Iris Lotus, you're now IBM." Uh, and that's pretty much when the, the Lotus-only marketing until Lotus Notes ended.
0: Yeah, and, and unfortunately, we've missed it, haven't we? In terms of, you know, you regularly see ads for Microsoft Office, um, you know, on our local radio in the UK here at the moment, there's ads almost every time an ad break comes on for Microsoft Office and how you should upgrade to Office 2010 and that kind of thing. Um, and we just never see it for Notes and Domino. And, and I think... That's the concern about the kind of negative sites that you do see out there, the the, the note suck sites and so on, because there isn't the positive um, side of what notes can do, what uh, companies can get from it. Um, you know, what new features are there in new releases. The general public don't get to see that. And if 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 you work for a company that has notes but is still running six five, then how are you ever going to know that there's a a better side that that you can promote in terms of where notes and Domino's gone since then. <laughs>
1: And and IBM could uh, Lotus could take a, a a a hint off the Domino Pizza Group over here, not because of the name, but one of the three big pizza companies, Domino's, has always had a reputation for crappy pizzas, and and they've ran a whole TV campaign where they get people into a room and ask them to taste their competitors' pizza and stuff like that, and it turns out it's Domino's. So, uh, you know, it's it's turning the negative energy, which there's a lot of around around notes. Let's not. Con ourselves here uh, and turning it into a positive, and also showing you know 100 million people during the Super Bowl that that that's the case. Now, will will that ever happen? I, I has the yes as to no because I, IBM always likes to play the part of well, we don't have a, a the, the the cash cow that Microsoft has in office, so we can't afford this. Well, if you stop buying piddly little analytics companies for four billion <laughs> a pop, you will. <laughs>
0: And of course, if you look at IBM as a whole, there's plenty of money there to do whatever advertising it needs to do. It's just where they choose to put it. And at the moment, that's not on Lotus Products, unfortunately. One, one day, maybe, maybe we'll see it again, but um, I, I'm not so sure. So back to a, a positive slant. Um, a very well-respected analyst, James Governor of the Red Monk Group, who... Um, I, ibm is a uh, a client of red monk they do quite a lot of uh, analysis and, and working with ibm on, on some of their campaigns and so on um he posted about how Lotus gears up to embrace the web, rebuild its developer story and, um, you know, own social business. And it was a really interesting post in terms of uh, basically saying that IBM has built some really good platforms over the last few years and marketed them as platforms. But now it needs to actually um, move back to being a, a sort of strong developer story about how Lotus can can only be, um, you know, a, a really good uh, innovator and, and kind of important part of businesses that buy lotus products if developers are developing for them and and so it's an interesting post in terms of saying that ibm is is looking back to develop again things like the the white paper that we discussed a few weeks ago that talks about domino as a rapid application development environment and so on are really vital to lotus in terms of moving back to to focusing on on app dev as part of its its overall story yeah
1: it it goes back to if if you've ever tried to customize Quicker or you've ever tried to do something in Connections, it, don't even think about Lotus Live in this conversation <laughs> yet. But, but but both Quicker and Connections, you you have to go through developer hell to get stuff done. It it's, it's 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 worse than old style Notes web development. So I'm kind of at an impasse. Of I understand that James is correct in where IBM loaders should go but I'm kind of not seeing that jive with what we're seeing on the ground, Um, with maybe the exception of X pages, but X pages are still coupled to the NSF, which still has significant issues inside of it. So I'm I'm kind of not kind of jumping on that bandwagon yet.
0: No. Uh, um, um And... me neither, really, in terms of wanting to hear more of this at Lotusville. I'm, I'm convinced we'll hear more about application development than we have maybe in previous years. I mean, there's always an app dev Keynote and so on, but I think I think that it will be a core part of the OGS and so on this time around. And and also, the Redmonk team are running a session uh, in the Business Development Day uh, with ISVs, so trying to encourage ISVs and talk about how uh, Lotus can kind of support them and work together with them in the future. So I, I think it's, it's interesting that, that James, as I say, very respected analyst, has put this out there. It'll be interesting to see what gets made of it uh, amongst the broader sort of community and and customers that are looking to, to Lotus for a platform to move to in the future. So next on the list, we have um, some some kind of more detailed stories. First of all, Eric Brooks posts about Domino solid state disks. So running Domino on servers that have SSDs and and what difference that can make to performance. And Darren, I think you've posted on this topic in the past, haven't you? Uh,
1: from a notes client perspective, oh, okay. uh, I don't I don't have the deep pockets that Eric has to build a <laughs> server with SSDs. Um, some some of the new X series you can actually get. Uh, with with SSDs in them the high end X series but IBM had to create their own interface for that because the SSDs are so fast um, I, I can only imagine how, how fast it is some of the stats he posted were were very very phenomenal. Um, somebody on, on the blog I think it might be Richard Swartz asked, asked the question how long is it before it degrades which is the long ongoing problem with solid state drives is I don't want to get into the math Wikipedia you'll find out what, what the problem is with solid state drives if you write to them all the time yeah. um, so the question is, is is it only fast for maybe the first 50% of, of use and then after that it goes down who knows uh, you know solid state drives are coming uh, they 've been coming for a couple of years, but now they 're starting to get per gigabyte cheap so you start they 're going to see them come ship standard in laptops before along uh, i think you got, you can get a macbook now with them in right a standard i'm
0: um, um, recording this podcast on one uh, There you go. yeah so so i 'm on a um a macbook pro um, i expect the the half a gig sorry, half a terabyte, even, uh, SSD disk, which is, you know, phenomenally expensive, but it makes such a difference in terms of performance. I mean, my, my whole laptop boots in, in less than sort of 25 seconds, including Notes, same time, uh, and a number of other apps on the, on the Mac platform. So it, it, it does make a phenomenal difference to performance. And it's interesting to see Eric talking about this in a server perspective. Um, the recommendation that he and, and I think Nathan Freeman and others come out with is that this isn't necessarily for transaction logging because transaction logging is sequential writes and therefore they're better off on, on more traditional disks. But but certainly for the random access writes that you, and reads and writes that you get with Domino, um, definitely SSDs are the way to go.
1: Uh, yeah, and, and I don't necessarily agree with the, the don't put transaction logs on, S, on SSDs, mainly because transaction logs have a short period of life, so they're not really affected by the 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 mass right issue you know there's there's some some argument around that about what's the right way to do it and the wrong way to do it at the end of the day if you can get a server with 8 to 16 solid state drives you are going to have a very very fast <laughs> domino server this goes back to the point that IBM always bring up and that says it still runs on existing hardware well, yeah, but don't expect it to be fast if you put it on your existing hardware. If you put it on your P4 from six years ago, yeah. don't expect 8.5 to give you more than maybe a 10% speed increase. And so I think there's, there's, there's a philosophy inside of a community, inside of a customers, inside of IBM, that, that they don't want to seem to treat Domino as a true enterprise app. Have you ever seen a customer put a new SAP or an upgraded SAP on the same hardware? No. Yeah. Have you ever seen them do that exchange? No, because you can't, but that's not the point. The, the point is that Microsoft are kind of right here, but every every three to four years servers are getting replaced, and that's true in most organizations I work with and, and I think if, if you start to build out these fast performance servers and you can get two U servers from IBM now with 28 drives in them, you know while that maybe not as fast as an SSD, that is a fast domino server.
0: Absolutely right. I think the difference is with Domino is you can afford to upgrade in a smaller kind of Delta way in in a way that you couldn't on Microsoft, you know, in, in that you can, within that three-year lifespan of a server, you can go from 7 to 8 to 8.5, whereas on Microsoft, you'd be looking at, at that three-year gap of, of, of exchange versions. Um, and so I think there is some merit to the way that Domino does it in terms of easy upgrade, but you're absolutely right. You've got to be keep, you know focusing the whole time on, is are you on the right hardware? Are you on the right storage? Is sand the way to go? Is you know is is solid state the way to go? And be reevaluating it the whole time, no matter how adaptable and easy to upgrade your your operating system and um, and server software is. SameTimeGuide.com has been launched this week. This is yet another initiative by Chris Miller. Goodness knows where he gets the time to do all these things. <laughs> Phenomenal. So um, this is a site that's going to have a whole series of same-time admin tutorials uh, on there, talking about how to you know, install and configure and upgrade same-time, same-time advanced and same-time gateway. Uh, it seems a really good idea to me. I think he's going to
1: charge for access to that. Is that right? I think what I saw was 199 books, and I'm shocked. No one has done this before. As soon as I saw it, I'm like, that is a genius idea. Because if you've ever had the misfortune of installing same time 8.5 or higher, you know you, you can lose weeks just configuring all the different components of it. Yeah. Um <laughs> So just being able to pay 199 bucks to see movies from someone who knows what they're talking about, and Chris Miller knows this stuff, yeah. and and not having to go out to the likes of ISSL, you know, 199 bucks for, I guess it's a perpetual subscription of these movies, is is not even an hour of ISSL time.
0: Absolutely right, and 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 probably not even a day of of IBM course as well. If if you were to go to a a face to face course, so. It is tremendous value, and actually, it's even better at the moment in terms of it being a um, a forty nine dollar sort of promotional price uh, until the end of February. So I
1: thought i said forty nine dollars off. Uh,
0: no, of forty nine dollars ninety nine so oh. um so that is the, t- the total price if you sign up early so there's also a sample video on there as well to have a look at so um yeah good effort by uh chris i can believe there will probably be connections guides quicker guides and all sorts of other copycats coming soon because i, I think that's a tremendous idea uh, and-, and a good way to 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 get some tutorial videos out there
1: yeah 50 bucks good do it yeah
0: absolutely right if you have same time in your environment get to it um there's also a social business jam coming up soon uh very fond of these jams where you get people from uh, organizations all around the world to come together and and kind of throw their ideas into a pot debate them and, and see what comes out this one's running from February the 8th to the 11th so sort of a couple of weeks after Lotusphere um and and it's all about social business what that means what people need to do to become a social business where they go from there and there's a sign up available for that uh again we'll have a link in the show notes uh, it's important to know um the difference between uh, kind of idea jam and, and some of these jams IBM runs um a, a lot of them aren't on the idea jam platform uh, this this one certainly is on their sort of standard jam that they've had uh, or jam software platform they've had uh, running for a few years now but it certainly looks interesting and well worth a look if you 're into social software or jam or <laughs> or marmalade um <laughs> Lastly, we have a uh, Connections Files plugin for Notes. Uh, it's been released this week. Um, this is a plugin that goes in your sidebar um, to allow upload of files directly into Connections. And this is something we've been after for a very, very long time um, with people that, that use Connections. There's been a Lotus Live one for Lotus Live files. This is now for on premise Lotus Connections and will, will make a massive difference to people that use Connections Files.
1: Yes, think of a quicker connector, but for connections files.
0: Absolutely. Unfortunately, it has the same kind of uh, requirement as uh, Lotus Quicker in that you need to buy your operating system from Redmond, which is a great shame, and I'm sure it's something that we'll be asking about. At Lotusphere, uh, so it'd be great to have a connections files plugin for uh, Mac and, OS X, or OS 10 rather, and uh, Linux. But at least the Windows version is out there, so get hold of that if you use connections and notes in your
1: business. And while we're talking about that, I do have a blog post on what I want to ask the product managers, and that has came up several times on several comments. So if you want to see that, just keep adding to the comments.
0: Okay, we'll, we'll make sure uh, Darren puts a link to that in the show notes as well. So, hopefully we've covered some non-Lotusphere uh, conversation and, and news. Uh, I know a lot of people have been getting heartily sick of Lotosphere chat because <laughs> they can't go for one reason or another this year. But let's finish off with just some Lotosphere stuff, which is that... Volker Weber, um posted this week about people that he will miss at Lotosphere, some of the kind of notable names from Lotosphere history, really, that, that won't be there this year. People like Bob Balaban, um, Ben Paul, Gary Devendorf of, of Microsoft, of course, these days, Richard Swartz and so on, Rocky Oliver. Um, and it is kind of very, very sad, but also quite notable that a lot of the regulars won't be there this year.
1: Well, you know, the only constant is change, right?
0: Yeah. And
1: the the, the question I I had when I first saw that, I didn't post this because it was just me just questioning myself is, is is this an end of an era or is it more like the passing of a torch? And I actually think it's probably the latter. I think it's the passing of a torch because you you look at what's happened in the last year. uh, You know, you and I did, started this week in Lotus you know David Leedy at least in the last 18 months maybe 24 months has done notes in nine you know Declan Lynch has a whole swath of x pages applications some of these names you would never heard of just three years ago so is 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 it is it painful to see old friends not turn up yes is d- does it mark a nail let alone the final nail in the coffin? hell no
0: absolutely right and, and I think this Lotosphere is going to be very interesting for the number of newcomers. You know, the number of first time speakers, the number of people running booths. you know, the the Speaky King this year it is fascinating because a lot of those twelve names on the Speake King list aren't necessarily people you would have seen at Speake King before. They're, they're new names on the list, new people coming in. And so whilst it's it's massively sad we won't be seeing folks like Rocky and John Vaughan and, and others um at Lotosphere, I, I think we need to kind of look at, at you know new people coming in not necessarily you know the the old folks moving away but just that that it's continuously involving community new people coming in new expertise new products new solutions and it's great that we have that youth coming in to kind of move it forward the other thing of course at loads for this year is we do have the students coming in for monday Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what kind of change that makes to the whole atmosphere of the conference you know they're going to be sat I think towards the front of the OGS you know what what change is that going to make to the way that people listen to the OGS will there be more cheering, will there be more you know interest in what's going on uh, what sessions will they go to and so on It's going to be fascinating to see how Sphere changes this year.
1: Uh, okay, I, I I did software engineering as a degree, and and if if it's still the same as when I did it, there will be no cheering, there will be no looking up for my shoes, they will just be constantly tweeting and Facebooking, and you will not be able to get a word out of them. <laughs>
0: Interesting stuff. In fact, on that, there will be a hashtag LS11U, which is for the students to use. So if you currently are following LS11 on Twitter, make sure you also follow LS11U, because it'll be interesting to see what they say about some of the sessions they're in. It'll be fascinating.
1: And and publicly, I just want to say I want to commend the group for doing what they're doing. I know there's been some kind of sniping at, at this uh a group is a is a competitive mind. We both operate out of Atlanta, Georgia. You know, we sometimes clash heads, but but I have I, I have the utmost respect for for some of the guys out there, and I think what they're doing is 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 phenomenal here.
0: Yeah, absolutely right. I, I, and you know, there's a huge amount of investment gone in by Group to this year's Latifir, not least in this student program. So good good luck to them for doing that, and and I hope it's success. I mean, it would be great if if even ten of those five hundred students go away and think, well, a career in IBM and Lotus Technology is, is the way to go because yeah that 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 over time if this is replicated each year will make a, a big difference to, to Lotusphere.
1: It it will. But next year we should bring five hundred nursing students.
0: And why do you say that?
1: Well then it'll be girls.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh who should we suggest that to? I'm not sure. <laughs> Um, maybe not the nerd girls so um the other thing is is that there's some spectacular sessions uh, this year not least of course yours down um but what what's the one standout <laughs> session that that you're looking forward to attending this year at lodosphere
1: oh that's a, that's a loaded question um the one standout session that i will be attending this year Oh, I don't know. I don't. know if I've got one. There's that many. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can single one person out.
0: Okay. So, what, what kinds of sessions do you look forward to going to at Loosphere? I mean, are you somebody who goes for the deep dive, technical things, or something about the way that you know, kind of what customers are moving forward? What what, what kind of tickles your fancy in Loosphere agenda?
1: I'm I'm usually one of one of the technical people. I'm I'm usually sat at the front. Uh, uh, uh you know and anything i'm I'm one of these guys that I'll go to anything that catches my fancy. It's a bit like my iPod. If you look at my iPod, it's all over the place as far as music goes, and my technology's kind of yeah. the same way yeah. <laughs> It really is. I'll go to x pages, I'll go to connections uh, i'll I'll go to a Lotus protector I'll go to what a customer's doing uh, I'll maybe go to a business development day uh and so mine I've actually spread up the board i usually I usually go to all the quicker ones, but as Rob Novak pointed out the other day, there's not that many this year.
0: There are, and it's going to be very interesting to see what happens to quicker at Ledger this year. There certainly seems to be less on the agenda than perhaps there have been in previous years. So, it'll be interesting to see how that goes in terms of, um, you know, the future of that product. I'm sure it'll still be around, but it'll be interesting to see what happens to certain parts of that. For me, there's, there's a couple of things. First of all, uh, I'm no developer. But I'm going to try and make it to some more development sessions this year just to get a better idea of what Xpages can do. and what So you
1: can go on the Xcast, right? Can.
0: Well, that might be part of it. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a fascinating session that I just like the title of, which is um, by uh, Mikhail Hesterberg uh, and um, Bob Bauf as well, which is How the Jedis Do Plug-in Development. I think any session that has Jedi's in has to be a good one. But probably the, the one that I'm most looking forward to is actually featuring another podcaster, Bruce Elgore, and his sort of friend and colleague, Chris Martin, who is a, a video uh, producer and, and photographer. Um, and, and they're doing a session, a jumpstart session on the Sunday, which is how I went beyond the hype, narcissism and trendiness to become a social software superhero. Quacky, can't say that without your teeth in. Um, and that 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 is is going to be a really interesting session in terms of um, you yeah, know taking social and, and, and really talk about how it can can make a difference to your career and, and also to your organisation. So that sounds like a good one. Okay, and uh, what's the sort of one kind of social thing you're looking forward to this year? Is there anything you can pick out in terms of the, the social side of low Sphere uh-huh. you're looking forward to?
1: Um, singing? Um, No. Uh, I might give that up this year. I, I, I was thinking about this the other day, and I'm pretty sure you asked me to be on Twill because you saw me sing completely <laughs> Stone Cold Sober, and you thought, wow, if he'll do that Stone Cold Sober, I want him on the podcast because he's going to spout some shite.
0: Well not that last bit, but definitely if if you're willing to stand up on stage in kimonos, then yeah, we'll have you on the podcast. No, it's, it's been it's been a great uh, seven months or so of podcasting with you, Darren. Um but maybe singing wasn't the thing that made me think it. Um at the social side, I think uh, one of the things I'm looking forward to is the Geek Challenge this year with the um, the nerd girls. I think that's going to be interesting, basically a quiz for, for Lotusphere folks. I think that's on the Tuesday evening, I think, from memory. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of really good social stuff. And, and again, Ben has added it to the uh, gender app uh, under geek titles for some of those things that are
1: going on. And, and the other thing I'm, I'm looking forward to is is... is, is for people to comment on the podcast to us you know if you see yeah. us in, in in the in the corridors as long as i'm not heads down rushing to my own session that i'm late for mm-hmm. you know feel free to stop either one of us and and have a chat you know we'd love to have you on uh you know whether you're a customer a business partner at ibm and tell us tell us what you think as long as it's nice
0: yeah absolutely give us your business card and say i want to be on twill and we'll, we'll make sure we try and fit you in this year it'd be great to have more different voices from, from different places in the world on the on the show so darren um what's your tip for this week
1: my tip is that there are some of my long-standing friends and and occasional customers and some very good friends of mine are coming back to Lotusphere for the first time in, in a long time uh i i guess the economy is starting to pick up and and, and that's going to start to wane as an excuse for Lotusphere 12 so my, my tip is If you are not going, or even if you are, start to work over your boss, your significant other, your budgery guy, your pet sitter, whatever, uh, in in order to get to Lotus Sphere 12. You know, stellar technical content, especially the Sunday, the jump starts, the show and tell track managers, and the best practices. It's it's the best money you can buy. Um, And and plus the social interaction. You're going to get to meet people who you know their names, who you've read the blogs, who solved their problem for you. You know, go talk to these guys get to know them and become a member of the community yourself
0: absolutely right yeah start the work towards those for 12 today um my tip is is really uh, kind of more the same in many ways. Is is get involved. You know, even if you can't be at Loadsphere or you're sort of you know of the shy type and don't necessarily want to take part in some of the, the more visible things at Loadsphere, get involved, participate. Particularly on Twitter, if you haven't signed up for Twitter, get on there now. It's so easy to get started. Get on LinkedIn, make connections with people in the loads community. Um, there's also a really good site that I can recommend, which is About Me, which is a site where you can go and create an online profile with links to um, linkedin your blog to twitter to uh, you know koala or face or um, foursquare places like that and then basically act as a single kind of social portal for all your uh, activities and and again start using that maybe to point people to to say if you want to find out more about me if you want to make connections go there for for your um, id mine is about.me slash stuart mcintyre pretty straightforward and i know plenty of other people in the um, in the community have got those about me pages as well so do take a look at that
1: and then uh, as a secondary tip is, uh, you know, if you are a Lotusphere, um, you've got Foursquare, you've got Gawala. Um I think both me and Stuart are on both of them. So if you want to find out where we are, you can. I always forget to check in. So you may get there. And that was where I was six hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you, you know, you'll, you'll, if, if you see us, stop us, talk to us. We'd love to hear from you
0: absolutely right i'd fully echo that so darren thanks for uh, thanks for being on the podcast again today uh it's, it's been very nice actually just the two of us having a chat i hope other people have enjoyed that and of course we'll see you in orlando on saturday
1: and a reminder next week's twill is the live twill so if you're lotus for be sure to come along wednesday five forty-five.
0: absolutely right which room is it Do you know swan pelican so, yeah, make sure you're there. It'll be a fun session. We've got some giveaways for, for the audience. We'll be taking some questions and things from the floor. So, absolutely get there. should be a fun session. And there isn't that much seating, so get there early with your coffee, and it'll be great to have you there. So, Darren, thanks very much, mate, and I'll see you in Orlando.
1: See you in a few days.
0: Bye. Bye. All opinions expressed during this podcast are those of the participants only and do not necessarily represent those of their employer. This Week in Lotus is sponsored by TomTom. Tom. Check out the brand new TomTom Via Tom Live 120 with built-in HD traffic, speed cameras, hands-free calling, and much more. Details are at thisweekinlotus.com/tomtom.